Welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl, Labora Lee, a.k.a. Cat Lee. But listen, we got a lot to get into this evening. We're going to talk a little bit about Kanye West, Meek Mill, and Rock Nation, um, the game in Kanye West, Cardi B, not so much the game, though, Cardi B, Cardi B, and a couple of things, um, Young Thug, Lamar Jackson, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, R. Kelly, uh, and a few more things. So, like, just get ready. That's all I'm going to say to that. But before we get to it, I got to play this quick commercial. I'll be right back. Want last-minute brand design help? Get top-tier Fiverr freelance creatives at your fingertips fast with secure payments and 24-7 support. Head to Fiverr.com today and get something started. Y'all, so let's get to Kanye West first. I want to skip the bullshit and just get straight into it. So, um, you know, Kanye has dabbled in things here and there throughout the years. Um, shoes, clothing. He even got a, you know, created a STEM player that's available. But now he's dabbling into the retail game, which I think is a smart idea. But anyway, um, He's laying down the groundwork, like getting the website ready. Um, Kanye has used unlimited release shoes, um, limited release shoes and clothing in the past. But the new trademark suggests that he's going bigger, possibly opening brick and mortar stores. So Kanye, um, his latest um, filing obtained by TMZ includes uh just about everything every clothing item that you could wear um g-strings t-shirts socks hats visors tennis wear um so it leaves him plenty of creative room so i mean i'm not gonna say he should have done that i'm just gonna say it probably makes a better situation for him. One is he don't he doesn't have to deal with you know people stealing his eyes, ideas and things and such, um, like Adidas and other people. Um, and maybe he'll bring down the prices so when people do decide that they want to go buy some of his items, they won't be as expensive as they were. But who knows what Kanye is going to do? Also, Kanye has been in the headlines because he's been making himself very visible lately, which I like. Um, he did the one thing, um, you know, the, the the honors for Puffy. He came out, he did his little comedy bit and all that good stuff. And then Friday night, July the 8th, um, in Los Angeles, he um, did a little cameo with the game. Um, it, was, he, it seems like he's in good spirits. He seems like he's reverting back to the old Kanye, which is dope. Um, so um, the appearance was the first time that Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, has performed live in almost five months. And it marked a debut live run through Easy, um, a, fairy, um, a track that um, paired... You know, the, the pair dropped in January in which West goes off on his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, her current boyfriend, um, Pete Davidson. Speaking of Pete and Kim, um, listen, this video has surfaced. I think we're done with Kanye. This video has surfaced of them two where I got it. I don't really want to play it, though, but 
They're weird. They're really weird. I need these toxic people to get it together. So let's move on. I also wanted to talk about Meek Mill. Well, apparently he's leaving Jay-Z's Rock Nation management. And it's a lot to go on. So let me just read a little bit and then we'll get into it. Um, Meek Mill and Jay-Z's Rock Nation are breaking up. Ho's firm is no longer managing Meek Mill's career after 10 years together. Damn, it's been 10 years? Whoa. Uh, Meek Mill first linked with Rock Nation management back in 2012. Yeah, it's been 10 years. And then they had plenty of um, triumphs and trophies together. So they did it together. Um, collaborating on deals within the music biz. Um, so yeah. Oh, wait, wait, I'm not done. That's crazy. I'm sorry. Y'all gotta move through these papers back in February. Meat mill let up Atlantic on, um, lit up Atlantic Atlantic records on Twitter for allegedly dropping the ball about, his last album, um, Expensive Pain, and apparently it's been downhill since then. So he got on Twitter, he jumped on Twitter, and he um, wrote, this was back in February, they don't put nothing into Expensive Pain, and then said, I can't drop another project for nine months. At the end of my contract, after I made them hundreds of millions, how would how would can anybody survive that? Most rappers can't speak because they depend on these companies. I don't. That's what he said. Now, um, the, the Rock Unit was instrumental in helping him get onto um get out of jail in 2018, naming him a co-head for social justice non um, nonprofit reform alliance, and putting him in rooms with tons of important people. Um, spokesman denied that he ever suggested exploiting violence against, oh, no, no, no. So that's that. Um, but I don't know. They didn't, we don't really have the details about what happened with him and Rock Nation, but yeah, he's leaving them. He said he's had enough of this. Um, and it is what it is. But let's get on to some other news. I think I'll get back to this. Um, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about DoorDash. Oh my gosh. Y'all, I know y'all heard about all the craziness. And also, if you see me rubbing my nose, I have allergies and they're messing with me right now and I don't have the fan on. So it's crazy. But anyway, I should put that back on anyway. But, um, DoorDash customers were celebrating on Thursday after discovering a glitch that allowed them to get their purchases for free, according to a flood of social media posts. Customers boasted about ordering free food, pricey tequila, and even contraceptives. Some posts screenshot extravagant orders in the thousands of dollars. One man tweeted images of dozens um, of extravagant priced tequilas, um, he says he ordered during the glitch. These include orders of Casam um, Casamigos, um, Don Julio, worth $1,673.73, and the other one worth $1,949.70. A DoorDash spokesperson confirmed the glitch and said that the company was counseling fraudulent orders. We're actively, um, actively, this is the, the spokesperson, we're actively um, counseling fraudulent orders and are in touch with the merchants and impacted 
to ensure that they are compensated for any unauthorized orders they may have received the DoorDash spokesman added. Um, those who place um, place to, those who took advantage of the glitch are concerned that the company might extract full prices to their extravagant extravagant bills. I'm going to talk about this in a second. Um, some have posted that their account on TikTok showing that their account is in the negative due to DoorDash taking the fees for their orders. A young lady went viral when she shared that her cash app account to um, she shared her cash app account to social media after ordering over 17 grand worth of liquor. On Facebook, Angel Lyons shared that she was warned that they would get their money one way or another. She shared with her FB followers that um, they were right because her cash app is now negative 17,100. I mean, $17,117.62 um, in the hole. <laughs> um, let me say this to you. When you do, like, you got to know they coming for their money. Like, as soon as you saw that glitch, even if you did take advantage of it because, you know, you was getting your shit for free or whatever, $17,000, you shouldn't never... And if you ordered $17,000 worth of stuff, don't you think you should be selling that and making money off of what you just, you know what I mean? You should be flipping that, honey. No, you probably had a big old nice little party. You and your friends got all twisted, got all messed up, got white boy wasted. Excuse my language, but that's what we call it. Got all saucy and all that. And now they want their money back. And yes, your cash app is in the hole. And guess what? Cash app ain't for that. They're going to cut you. If you don't get them their $17,000, they're going to cut you short. Just know that. It's just what's going to happen. Like, you couldn't have thought that was going to pan over too well. So, let's move on. Because I don't want to waste too much time on DoorDash. It's just like, I wouldn't have done it, though. Like, don't you think or didn't you think that that was they were going to come for their money. You had to have known they was going to come for their money. You couldn't have thought that they weren't going to come for their money. But let's get to Cardi B. I want to talk about her real quick. So Cardi B accuses the shade room, which shocks me, of alleged um, negative bias. You guys want to gaslight me. The rapper got into a back and forth after she claimed that the gossip site only posts negative things about her. They denied the claims. Now, um, Cardi is not one to hold her tongue. Over the weekend, she law um she let loose on the gossip site shade room, accusing the editors of taking repeated negative pot shots at her. According to Newsweek, the back and forth began when they posted about Cardi and Offset's daughter culture in honor of the child's fourth birthday this weekend. Um when Cardi reportedly asked them to delete the post showing culture holding a stack of cash, which I saw that um, in the comments section and on Twitter, she then opened up about what it um, what sounded like some pent up hostility about the shade rooms past posts. Oh, man, uh, unfortunately, 
and it's I, I love Cardi. You know, I love her. She she give me all that Libra vibe. We're gonna talk some more about her in a second. Matter of fact, let's get to her first and then we'll talk about her sister. Now, what I love about Cardi is this she is a Libra and there are certain things, but let me read this and then I'll give you my synopsis as who we are as Libras, right? But anyway, so that's not the only thing that happened. Cardi isn't standing or sitting for anyone getting handsy with her. Now, we talked about this briefly on Fire Friday, but it's a little bit more details now. Even her fans, because she went off at the end of her show in London Friday night. Cardi had just wrapped up her performance at the Wireless Festival, by the way, popping. Um and was in front in the front row amongst fans. She was sitting on the shoulder of a security guard when she looked down into the crowd and started using her microphone to fend off someone. Now, we can't tell from the video exactly what was happening that pissed her off so much, but she got in a few she got in a few good shots with the mic before dropping it into the crowd. It seems like there was no further conflict after that and that she that um this was her second consecutive night performing live um just last night she was in norway the first of several european dates that she has coming up now let me say this as a libra if we feel like because i'm a libra myself my birthday is september the 27th um she's a libra i'm not sure when her birthday is but she's a libra my sister's a Libra. I know a few Libras. Um, we don't really do, like, we don't just go around trying to bully people. And we were really not into, like, too much confrontation. We're non-confrontational people. But at the same time, when you play with us, you get this. And it's just, uh, wait, 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 y'all. I just realized something. But when you play with us, but I'm going to fix it while I'm talking. Really. When you play with us you get a certain type of animal. And this, this is the animal. Sorry, I had to fix that real quick. You don't want that. You want this. I'm just saying, you want that. You don't want the other side of us. It's like you backing the line into the corner and we're going to fight our way the fuck out. It's just what it is. So, excuse my language, but it's just what it is. You don't want that. So, um... She had to have felt like, you know, she was being violated in some form of fashion. And that's why she started swinging. That's what we do. If we feel like we're being violated, we start fighting our way the fuck out. And it's just that simple. I don't even know if there's another way to explain that shit. That's why I always tell people don't break the glass and definitely don't push the button because you do those two things. I'm not responsible for how I may react. And I'm quite sure she feels the same way. Um, we are very sensitive, sensitive, sensitive people. That's probably why she feels how she feel, feel about the shade room. And we're very, you don't play with our physical being, well-being, and you don't play with our cubs. Um, and so those are two different, two scenarios where she felt like you're playing with our cub and then you're playing with her physical well-being and don't play with us. Like this, it's really a defensive thing. You just can't, you can't get physical with us and you can't play with our babies. I, I almost fought somebody in North Carolina and the Belks 
because they was talking shit about my baby and I had a problem with that. And I, I understand. I get it. And I really, really understand. Again, excuse me. My allergies are crazy. My nose is really itchy. It's nothing. It's just itchy because of this weather. So let's get to our sister real quick because I don't want to stick on this subject too long, but it does involve Cardi B. So we got to talk about it. So um, a stylist for her, sis- her sister, Hennessy Carolina, um, are being sued for allegedly not returning then uh, more than $34,000 worth of clothes loaned to them for the social life. I don't know. I'm not going to get all into that. Like, I know what happened because remember everything on this podcast is alleged, right? But we do have a few statements. Hold on. So, um, I'll just read these statements really quick because I don't really want to go into the story. But Mellow Rex is the person who stole um, that stole the clothes. That's what Span said. Banks claim Mellow Rex, because Banks is her stylist. Mellow Rex is a thief and she is the reason that this is happening. So this is what's saying. Um, a representative for the stylist stated Mellow Rex is truly scamming her way to the top using however she can. So um, the representative continues, celebrity stylist Charles Reynolds and Xavier Banks, I told you Banks was one of the stylists, are the latest victims. Um, the representative added that that celebrity style team has been sued by um, Dover Street Group for not returning their clothes um, they pulled for Mellow Rex, the rapper who pretended that she was going to a room of sort, though the clothes um, decided that she wanted to wear to Coachella, left Banks and Reynolds at the fitting, never returned um, returned the clothing. Now, they're not, they're not, it's not on behalf of Hennessy Carolina. Like, it wasn't the clothes, her clothes. It wasn't the clothes that she, you know what I mean? They were clothes that another artist took and never returned. Hennessy Carolina didn't do it. They, the two gentlemen are just her actual solace. Um, so yeah, it's sticky and it's, it's unfortunate because the other thing is, um, when stuff like that happens, it makes it hard. Like they run a business. So let's just say for instance, that they wanted to style somebody else. Now they have a bad rapport with, um, you know, with clothing companies because, of this one incident. Now they could pay the 30 something thousand dollars and, but it'll still leave it like a bad taste in, in clothing designers mouths. Like, well, if I give you these clothes, are your other clients going to steal my clothes too? And it's unfortunate. And it's unfortunate because they're associated with Hennessy Carolina and they keep her fly. They keep her fly. I know I done seen it. Now, I want to keep it moving and I'm going to move forward because <clears throat> I don't want to stay with Cardi and Henny too long. But Young Thug, um, a.k.a. Drafi Williams, who was arrested on a RICO charges back in May, will have his own life and current legal struggle, struggles chronicled in an audio um, podcast and document documentary series on Variety pr- Reports. Williams... Um, along with label mate and fellow YSL um, member Ghana 
were recently denied bond, or Ghana, were recently um, denied bond in the Georgia court and alleges that the YSO record label acted as a criminal street gang. The task will be handled by Alex Gibney's Jigsaw Productions and Rolling Stone Film, Rolling Stone Films. As Variety noted, both projects, which are in early development, will show the larger um, Atlanta hip-hop boom and the ongoing RICO case against YSL that accuses Young Thug and 27 other alleged collaborators of the crimes ranging from racketeering to the N-word. Um, this is going to be interesting to watch. I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to be really, really interesting to watch only because there are some things, some details that we don't, we're not privy to. And then the details that they do give us, um, it's bullshit. Like he not happy with his, his, his setting and all that. Yeah. They do come out and talk about the charges here and there, but I'm interested to see what their spin will be on the situation. So yeah, be looking out for the, 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 the podcast and, um, the documentary, the docuseries. Um, I don't even know how they, they they didn't say just yet where either will be released. Um, I'm guessing that Rolling Stone will probably do it on their platform. And then the podcast Jigsaw Productions will release it on their um, platform as well. But we'll see. It's in development. So we really don't know just yet. Now, I want to get to my team. I want to get to some Baltimore love real quick, and then I'm going to take a brief, 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 brief water break And because we, we got more to talk about. It's a lot going on right now, y'all. I told y'all it was hectic. I told you. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about Lamar Jackson, um, Baltimore Ravens quarterback. He has been one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL since taking over Baltimore's starting job during the 2018 season posted a photo of a gold dental drill, a um, grill with the words, I need money. I need, and it's a dollar sign, but I, you know what it means. I need money. Um, initial reaction con- um, connected to the phrase that his contract about his, um, so they try to say it has something to do with his contract. Jackson isn't signed beyond the, um, the 2022 season. And a new long-term deal would be like um, would likely cost the Ravens a fortune, given the deals Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson recently signed. However, Jackson said that his fun day with LJ event, he wasn't trying to convey any message with the image. He said it was a post about the movie How High, and thought it was funny. I don't know why people are blowing it up, Jackson told the USA Today. I I just saw um, Bleacher Report post about it. Stop sending me stuff, people. Um, They just take anything that's posted on social media and just blow it up and try to make you um, and try to think um, think for you. I don't take it too seriously, is what he's saying. They are making it seem like I'm talking to the Ravens when I'm not. Our contract discussion is going um is going on already, but it ain't about that though. Jackson said that he wouldn't comment about the negotiations publicly. I'm not putting my business life on social media. I won't ever do that. I won't put my personal life on social media. 
I'll show stuff, but I won't throw subliminal messages out. Um, that's not me, Jackson said, adding that he was hopeful a deal could be get done before training camp. I'm hoping too, because listen, I need my season to look right. I feel like we can still win with him, y'all. Like, so pay that man. You played you paid Flacco, and Flacco wasn't the reason why we won that Super Bowl. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I never felt like Flacco was the reason why we won that Super Bowl, and I never will feel like Flacco is the reason why we won that Super Bowl. I just won't. We had a loaded-ass fucking team. We had so many good players. We had Anquan Bowden. We had a lot of great players on that team. Um, so, no, I'm not going to give it to Flacco. And then y'all paid him all that money just for him to do nothing after that because you got rid of every every supporting player that helped us get to that moment. And I get it. You have to put – you have to – I mean, as a, as, a, as a general manager, right, you have to weigh your, weigh your budget and figure out who you can spend money on and who you can't spend money on. I felt like Flacco deserved – but they would never do that. But I felt like – Flacco deserved a little less. He could have took a look, give him a raise. He could have got a raise, but I don't think it's the, the amount that they gave him made sense because that could have been you. You could have used that money a little bit more divisively, to be honest. Um, but no, nah, y'all gave him, I think it was something like $20 million. Um, and he did nothing. I don't even know if that's the right number. I wish somebody would get on here and comment on that, but he did nothing. And so, like, really? So, yeah, pay Lamar, because actually Lamar does a lot more than Flacco ever did for this for this team. Um, don't give him too much, but give him what he needs. You know what I mean? He got to survive. Um, he was our 2019 MVP, NFL MVP, um, and that was after his full second season. So, yeah. Um, last year, he battled injuries, only managed to play 12 games. True. Um, he threw for 2,882 yards. He had 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, adding 767 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. The, the boy run. Like, pay that man. I'm just saying, pay him. I'm not saying pay anybody like how you did Flacco because you're not guaranteed anything, but at least like make sure he, he living good here in Baltimore. We don't want to lose him. All right. So I'm going to take a brief water, a brief, brief water break. Cause I just talked about a lot. I am going to play a commercial. I'll be right, right back. Okay. Right back. Stay, stay here. I'll be right back. I'm back, y'all. We got a few things to talk about. I want to get into this Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I know I'm on like a whole sports kick right now, but I do love sports. So I, I got to incorporate that into this podcast from time to time. Now, but this is kind of like sports and music at the same time. 
It's going to sound crazy, but just just listen. Just listen. All right. So we're going to get into this Kareem Abdul-Jabbar situation. Um, NBA legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar absolutely rips apart Baz Luhrmann. 2022 movie Elvis as a bland and formulated um, production to capture the life of a musical genius like Elvis. This is what he said. Um, in fact, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar expressed that he's discont. He's discon. His dis. Well, he expressed his discontent that the movie follows. In the long-standing tradition of musicians' biopics, um, and portraying an an artist as a victim of predatory industry and um, his own creative desire. In other words, the NBA veteran thought that the movie failed to do justice for Elvis Presley's dynamic character. He also criticized the director's creative choices. Um, of selecting um, colonial Tom Parker, played by Tom Hanks, or well, Colonel Tom Parker, played by um, Tom Hanks, as the narrator of the story. According to uh, Abdul-Jabbar, Parker exploited Elvis for monetary gains. Now, let me say this. I have heard that, I, I heard that Colonel Parker did, he was exploiting Elvis. Um, I heard that. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet, so I'm going to have to watch it and then come back and tell y'all how I really feel about how they portray Elvis. And Kareem, you know I love you. Lakers for life, baby. But at the same time, we ain't going to act like Elvis was no saint. Elvis had some shit with him. And so it is what it is. I'm not going to stay on that subject too long. I love you, Kareem. Mr. Abdul-Jabbar. But... Sometimes, sometimes y'all throw me off. I told y'all, you toxic people are weirdos. Let's get to this Doja Cat situation real quick, too. Um, Doja Cat's, <laughs> she's quite, um, she was trying to hook up with an actor um, named Joseph Quinn. Um, but for now, that's out. Um, there for the world to see. She's pissed off because his co-star, Noah Schnapps, now, mind you, um, I think all of these people are on Stranger Things. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I believe so. Um, but anyway, um, for blowing her cover by posting their DMs, Doja went live on TikTok Thursday night to address what went down. And you can tell that she was trying like how to keep it cool, keep cool about it. She realizes that the actor that she's upset with is 17 years old and might not have known better, but she thinks that excuse can only go but so far. To be clear, Doja was only chatting with the kid because she wanted him to hit up Joseph, which is the actor actor that she's trying to hook up with, who plays fan favorite Eddie Munson. Um, in the latest season of a Netflix series, which I believe is Stranger Things. Um, Noah posted the now-deleted TikTok Wednesday that showed his brief um, chat with Doja where she asked about hitting up Quinn. Um, she checked herself pretty quick in the comment, though. After asking Noah to set it up, she said no. As, um, she said 
she says no, asking, do does he have a girlfriend? Well, you know what I mean? As Noah's least social media lips, um, she says it's borderline snake shit, but she hopes that not not who that's not who Noah it um really is, and it's it was just one time a one time slip up. Unclear if she ended up slipping into Joseph D Joseph's DMs. Um, but odds are the actor won't be posting the comments online. Now let me say this, because I want to get to the, this next thing, because there's a lot to say about this next thing. That's why I saved it for last. Um, where we at on time? We good. Um, he's a kid. Kids do silly shit like that. You just gotta take it for what it's worth. It's kind of your fault. You shouldn't have slid in his DM anyway. You should have sl- slid into um Joseph's DM. And say, hey, yo, what up? You got a girlfriend? Like, what's good? What's good? You know what I mean? And he would just say, yay or nay. It's You get a lot of no's before you get a yes. You should have just slid on his damn in the first place. But let's get to the other shit that is going on. So as we know, I got to talk about R. Kelly because there's a lot going on in the news. I try not to go back to this R. Kelly shit, but sometimes you have to. And because the news is working the way it is, I have to go back to the R. Kelly shit. So let's get to it. R. Kelly, as we all know, was convicted of racketeering and eight counts of violating the Mann Act. Um, He is sentenced to 30 years in prison in Brooklyn on Wednesday, June the 29th. We did a show that night. I think I don't think I talked about it because I had an interview that night. But what's in the headlines right now is one girlfriend who was um on uh the show with um Oprah's home girl Gail King um Joycelyn Savage attempted to portray, um portray the incarcerated artist at, in a positive light she claims that she's not a victim the government portrayed her to be in a letter to judge and Donnelly my relationship, this is what she said. My relationship with Robert is amazing, she wrote. He's the best thing that ever happened to me. We have a very special connection and are deeply in love. I still support Robert to this day because I love him and I always and will always be here to support him. It's not all she said. Um, she continued, Robert is not a monster that the government has described him to be. The robber I know is very sweet, gentle, and kind. And at the end of the day, he has always made sure that I am taken care of and any other woman that he has, um, he was with as well. Um, so it's being reported that that's what she wrote. That's some of what she wrote anyway. I'm not going to read like the long letter. You could go look that up on the internet yourself. But it's being reported that they're engaged. But that's not it. So... As you know, there are a few young ladies that were involved in this case, and I'm not going to say any names um, because they come from here. And, um, you know, I'm going to respect it, but you know how courts do. You feel me? The court system, and especially when it comes down to lawyers, lawyers are going to find, especially when they're defending somebody, they're going to try to find loopholes and things that they can use on their behalf to make their clients look better. So now what they're reporting, according to court documents, I'm looking at the documents right now, but according to court documents, um, they're trying to say that the young lady's mother was 
persuading her to seduce him. Now, here's a few quotes from that situation, different things. Um, so um, what they're saying is on April the 28th, 2015, Jane traveled to Los Angeles, California to meet the defendant with the knowledge and consent of the parents. And they showed a few text messages that says, Mom, yeah. Um, so I guess it's like, oh, he's serious. And so the mom is like, yeah, about what? And Jane Doe um, laughed my ass off about flying me out. Mom, oh, really? When? Jane, yeah, whenever I tell him I can, um, he can. Tomorrow, if I choose. The mom, oh, yeah. So that was one part of the, the messages, um, text messages. Uh, so then they're saying that, um, okay, Jane traveled independently to meet the defendant in Stockholm, California, where he was performing on May the 1st, 2015. She stayed in contact with her mother the entire time. At one point, Jane explained to her mother how she ended up going to Stockton to see the defendant's performance. I told you, he asked me, did I want to come to his show? I said, of course. And he said, okay, then let's pack this stuff up. And he was even putting his stuff in my bag. This is what she allegedly told the mother. Um, Jane and her mother remained in constant communication before the defendant's show. Jane's mother instructed her um, about what to wear and made suggestions about how she should behave at the defendant's show. And this is what they're saying. The mom said, I would blow him a little, um, him a little kiss and wink at him and bite the tip of my finger, mess with him real good, do something seductive, then make silly faces, laugh out loud. Jane and her mother continued and um, to text throughout the defendant's performance. At one point, Jane and her mother exchanged the following text messages. Jane, he's singing the whole show to me. The mom, laugh out loud, too funny. Jane, for real. Jane's, um, Jane, again, laugh my ass off. Jane, this man is in love. Mom, oh my gosh, you going to marry him and have his babies. Mom, laugh out loud. My son-in-law is going to be older than me. Mom, too dang funny. Jane, laugh my ass off. Y'all, they wanted him under the ground. I just had to read some of that excerpt. Um, They wanted him under the ground, to be honest with you. They wanted him under, they didn't want him in the jail. They wanted him under the jail. Um, And all that S S word watch. Um, He's upset about it. We talked about that the other day. He's upset about it because he said he's not. Um, I feel like he feel like he can, he can, he can get an acquittal and you know bring his numbers down a little bit or whatever. I don't know what he's thinking. I can't tell you. Everything on this podcast is watch. By the way, we don't really know what is in that man's headspace. But um, the other thing is this: if by chance they feeling froggy, they're gonna jump. And with those text messages, if they find that those text messages are real, something could, you know, things could happen to the parents. I hope they're not real, though. Like, that's that's that. But at the same time, the young lady did state that she was in contact with her parents. So 
it kind of corroborates what what she said already. So we're going to see how that plays out. I hope it plays out for the better for everybody. I don't know. I don't even know where to go with that situation. I just don't know. It's just crazy. But let's get to these quick topics because I do want to show my love like I always do. And then I want to give y'all some information about what's going on around here as well. So quick topics. Brittany, um, Brittany, poor Brittany. Brittany, um, Grenner pleads guilty in a Russian court to, to the charges brought against her. Um, I don't think she really had much of a choice um, in the matter. To be honest, um, she's in a different country. She did have the, the, the vape pen in her possession. So hopefully they don't try to give her the time that they're trying to give her, though, because it's serial killers in Russia that don't get that kind of time. You know, when it comes to other laws around the country, you know, like they're different than the United States. Like a vape pen here would not get her the sentence they're trying to give her. You feel me? Um, but it's enough, a different country, different laws, different um, customs, um, different religious backgrounds. There's a lot of different things in other countries. And by the way, Russia, don't ever get this twisted. I love you. But, you know, she she is one African-American and two an American. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's kind of crazy. But at the same time, America, Biden had somebody sitting over here this whole time that he that she was trying to get him to trade her for. And he, in hindsight, is a terrorist. Um, so I get why he wouldn't want to trade her for... I don't know. It's a weird situation. Everything's crazy. Um, Derek Chauvin, or however you say his name, the dude who had his neck on... Um, George Floyd's, I mean, had his knee on George Floyd's neck, um, was sentenced on federal charges and the passing of him. And, um, yeah, they gave him a nice, pretty chunk of, chunk of time, which I think he deserves. But at the same time, we all know how this goes. He still has the option to appeal the ruling. So we're not out of the clouds yet. And I think once he really, really start doing some time, I, I think he already trying to appeal the situation, but you know how that go. Let's get to this. Now, I've been waiting for this for a long time, and I'm going to come back with some details because it's a lot to say about this situation too, but I'm just going to run this off as a quick topic. Eric Holder found guilty for the first degree M-word in the passing of rapper Nipsey hustle. Finally, they came to a decision about that situation. Because I I remember at some one point, I was just like, well, when is his trial going to start? Because it was a lot of trials that started, but the incidents had happened way after that. So I was trying to figure out when that was going to happen. But it's a lot of details in that case. So I, I may just like do a little... I don't know if I want to do a live or well, I'll explain that. To, but we're going to do something on that because I want to dive into those details. It's a lot of details that came up during the um, court proceedings, and I feel like we should dive into them. All right, so that's that. We're going to get back to that though. 
um, a rare MLK letter where he discusses the use of the N-word is on sale. And guess how much it's on sale for? $95,000, y'all. Um, I don't have $95,000 to buy that purchase that letter, but I will say this. I would like to read it. I would like to know what he said and how he feels about people using that word, about that word being used to him. Because, you know, we always had this thing where we'd be like, oh, well, we took the word back. We appropriated the word. I, and to be honest, like some of us, we really just can't help but say it. Um, we don't say it the way they said it. But a lot of people say it. And so I'm interested to see how he felt about the use of the word. Um so hopefully somebody will buy that letter and then somebody will tell us what's in the letter or, you know, make it available for us to read maybe online or something. Hint, hint somebody with $95,000. Um, if I had $95,000 right now, I wouldn't spend it on that. But hint, hint, somebody that has money to blow like $95,000 buy that letter so we can find out what was in it. We want to know what he had to say about the use of the word. I do, anyway. And I'm quite sure there's a lot of other people in the world that wants to know what Dr. Martin Luther King felt about the use of the N-word. Um, and that's just that. <clears throat> so, now that we've got, I think we covered everything. I'm a little happy. I know I was concerned about if we was going to be able to cover everything, but we did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I got to show some love real quick. And then um, we're going to get it. I got some things I got to talk to y'all about too. So let's show this love. Y'all know how I do. The top countries, I got to show them love first because they show me love in abundance. And I love them for it. And um, I love all the countries that show me love. But these particular countries show me the most love. And I love them so much. Thank you. Um, so let me start with my country. Thank you to the United States. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Um, oh my gosh, everything is going off my computer and my phone. Um, but the United States, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you for holding me down like you do. You guys are just fucking dope. Um, France, you already know, booze. I want to be there. I do. I want to be there so bad. I want to just visit the country and take in all the country, culture. And don't get it twisted. Yes, I am Black. But guess what? It's Black people in, in France. Stop playing. And it's been Black people in France. Stop playing. Just because it's a European country does not mean that I can't enjoy the culture. I can. And I will. And I don't care what anybody says about it. Germany, I love you. I want to come there too because there's some things I need to see in Germany as well. Um, believe it or not. And I probably want to come during Oktoberfest. I heard it's a wild time. Um, the UK. Oh, I definitely got to get to England, period. Isn't uh, England, Ireland, even though I think they, they broke up. But I just need to get... It's oh, a lot of places I need to, to come over there and visit. So I can't wait for that either. Um, India. I love you guys. I need to get there too. I do. They I believe, like, well, it ain't no believe it or not. If you don't know, you should know. They are rich in culture as well. And there's a lot of things there I want to see as well. So thank you guys for loving me the way you do. And I love you too. Um, Brazil, Netherlands, Singapore, 
Hi, guys. I love you. Um, South Africa, Spain, Philippines, Belgium, Australia, Japan. I love you guys. Thank you. Mexico, Ireland, Nepal, Mauritius, Israel, Canada, Hong Kong, Russia. Love you, babies. And last but not least, let me just make sure I said everybody else because I'm looking at a different list. Last but not least, Switzerland. Welcome, Switzerland. We're glad you're here. Tune back in. Um, so also, I'm so I told y'all my nose is messed up right now. It's itchy. It's a little stuffy, but whatever. Um Columbus, Ohio. I love you. San um cities. San um Jose, California. I love you. Y'all be holding me down, San Jose. I love you guys. You guys are the greatest. Baltimore, Maryland, my city. I love you. France, I'll never butcher the name of this city. Spring Valley, Nevada, I love you. Frankfurt, I love you. Washington, Virginia, I love you. Ashburn, Virginia, I love you. North Las Vegas, Nevada, I love you. Norton Shores, Michigan, I love you. Chicago, Illinois, Borman, Oregon, Atlanta, Georgia, Las Vegas, the other part of Vegas, I love you. Milford Mills, I mean, sorry, Owens Mills, I love you. And Milford Mills, I love you too. <laughs> um, Pikesville, I love you. Boulder City, Nevada. No, India. I will not butcher the name of you, city, but I love you. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I love you. Randallstown. I love you. Singapore, Singapore. I love you. And then there's a whole bunch of other people on this list, too, that I love as well. Um, shout out to anybody that's in... Um, let's see. Let's see what I could do real quick. Hold on. Let me get my other mouse because I'm on different computers. Y'all know how this goes. Um, let me see who else I could show love to real quick. I'm gonna be quick with it though. Um, let's see. So let's see. Detroit. Big shout out to the Detroit who have listening to Detroit. Connecticut, who have listening to Connecticut, and why Texas, North Carolina. It's a lot of places that be showing me that shows me love. And so I want to show you all love back, but this is what's going to happen. And we getting close. The day that we reach um, our next milestone, I'm going, I don't care what day of the week. I'm going to go live that day and I'm going to just go down the list of all the cities that I can. And we're going to party. We're going to play some music. We're going to have a good time. And that's how we're going to do that. But yeah, I love you guys. Where we at on time? So a few things that's happening that I need to let you guys know. If you, by chance, want to go listen to um, older episodes in order to listen to them right now for free, you better hurry up. Some of them you cannot listen to for free because, you know what I mean, like we've already put them where they needed to be. Other ones, though, are still available, but they won't be available for long. I'm telling you, not for long, probably like the next week or so, most of them will be put away and you'll have to pay to listen to them. That's one. Um, two, we figured out the thing. I figured out what it is that I wanted to say. And there's some things that I can't say on YouTube or Facebook um, or even Twitch that I want to say. But I figured the whole thing is I'm just going to make that exclusive content as well. So it'll be in two different areas. Um I'm still on the fence about Patreon, but I have other options. But for sure, it'll be on um, our Red Circle account, for sure. So if you want that exclusive content, it's just $5 a, um, a month. 
you can cancel at any time, but that's how you'll have, you'll be privy to that content because it's not content that I can really put on Facebook and it's not content that I can really put on um, YouTube either because one might be some of the things we're talking about. It might be some details back to that, um, that uh, Nipsey Hussle case. It's a lot of details that I want to give, but then they'll try to shadow ban you and say that you can't say those things and you can't say certain things. Well, I built my own platform and I can say what I want to say and they can't shadow ban me over there. So that's where the content will be. Now, what I will do is I will edit it so you can get a preview of what's there, but I'm not going to be able to put like everything that I want to put on there just because of the guidelines. Um, that's the only reason why I'm putting it there and not making it available for you to just see because, you know what I mean, like uh, they have guidelines and we have to follow those guidelines. So that's happening. Um, ooh, July the 29th. Hold on. Let me, I could say this while I'm, ooh, because ain't no music on it. I'm putting music on it on purpose so I could talk shit. July the 29th, we are doing another smoke break. Mm-hmm. Um, for those watching, you can see it. But for those listening, you can't see it. But this is what you know. We're doing a smoke wait, um, smoke break. We played his video on this channel. Um, I want to kind of... I think I might leave out on that note. No, I'm going to play the video really quick. No, you just wait till Fire Friday. Because that's, um, that's when I play videos. But anyway, we're doing a smoke break. The gentleman's name is Hotep. Um... He's a dope MC from here in Baltimore. Um, and I can't wait to sit down and talk to him about what he has going on, you know, where he's going, his, you know, things he's been involved with over the years. There's a lot to talk to this young man about. So um, I cannot wait. Y'all know I love doing these interviews. It's like one of my favorite pastimes. I like doing the other segments, but I really, really love doing the interviews. And I told you this summer was the summer for interviews. So that's happening July the 29th. Tune in. It'll be 930. Um, July the 29th, 930. It'll be streaming live on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube. And then if you can't catch the live, you can always go back and listen to it. I'm just saying it's going to be a good interview. And I'm locked and loaded on the questions. I'm ready. I got questions. Um, so yeah, that's happening. That is really, really happening. What else is going on? Like, did I tell you guys everything? I think I did. I'm working on things. I'm working on order and making sure that um, I can give you guys a better podcast experience. Um, even now to the studio, not like, well, not the physical studio. I'm always working on that. But like the, the, the platform that I use to go live on. I've organized things in there. It's it's about to start looking like, well, as you can see, gradually things are starting to look a little bit different. Again, you got to give me time because I have to do the show. And then those days that I'm, I'm not doing the show, I'm still working on stuff for the show. And at the end of the day, I'm a mother first. And my baby girl, my, bo my bookie boo always comes first. That's my princess P. That's my princess pudding. Um, so I'm always going to hold her down first, but you know, I'm working on things. I don't want y'all to think that I'm not because I am, I'm working really, really hard. And then there's just certain aspects of doing this podcast that I got to work on from sponsorships to, um, partnerships to, you know, lining up the guests, um, deciding what we're going to talk about on Wednesdays, Fridays, not so much, just a little easier day. 
Um, so it's a lot of things and I have to work on the creative side. I like I wear many hats for this. Thank goodness for Reese Pooh, my producer Reese Jordan. Um, she holds me down. Um, she holds me down on Mondays, man. She holds me down. And she comes through in the clutch. Sometimes I was like, all right, like she told me that she had plans this, to, for this and she deserves to have her time off. But she still wound up coming through in the clutch and sending me some, you know, some information to talk about. So I appreciate her, but it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to do and a lot to work on. So, you know, just give me time, give me time and, um, Things are coming together and I'm putting it in a situation where it's a smoother run. So that way we can focus more on the content and a little less on the um, background stuff. So it is what it is. But I think I covered just about everything I'm supposed to cover um, as far as you guys are concerned and the things that you need to know. But just bear with me with these changes, but all of these changes are for the better so that we can have a better podcast. Also, know this, that from now on, every podcast will have a link so that you can join me. But here's the thing. When you join me, you must be ready. I cannot wait for you to get your mic together. I can, it's an hour show and it's a lot to cover in the hour show. Can't wait for you to get your um, mic together. Be ready, because if I pull you, I pull you up on the screen. I expect you to be ready, because guess what? I'm always ready when it comes down to doing this show. I'm always on time. I already got things prepared and how it's supposed to go and all of that good stuff. So pay me the same respect and be ready as well. Um, and that's that. But it's the link from now on will all the link for the show will always be available. I will be taking guests. Fire Fridays, you can come through, tell me what you think about the music that we play. Um, wet or wire or wet and wired Wednesdays, you could come through, talk about, talk, have a discussion with me about the content that we are actually discussing. But keep it on, keep it focused on the content that we're actually discussing, discussing and not add other content. On Mondays, tell me what you think about what you heard about what we, you know, what I reported as far as the media is concerned. Um, but we are opening up the show and I find that that's the easiest way to let you guys in. So feel free to join the conversation. Like, don't be scared, but let's get these things out of the way. Let me see, because I have to get out of here. So I'm going to be really, really fast. You want to be a guest on the show, hit us up ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. All of this information is in the description above or below. Again, the email address is ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. We're on all streaming sites such as Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and many, many more. Remember, anything that we said on this podcast was alleged. We don't know. We wasn't there. Um, all of our... Um, Social media links are in the description. Hit the link tray um, joint. Remember that any music that I play on this podcast, I have full permission to play. I asked for permission. They said yes. Um, join the conversation. Drop in, drop a comment, or hit the link. That's the new thing. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We need y'all. We want y'all here. Just remember to do that. Um, go check out our website. We're still working on this. A lot of things in the work as far as the website is concerned, but it's there. Go check out our website, www.ambitiouslythepodcast. Um, I'm sorry, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. 
Again, that is www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com because I jumbled all of that in there. But know this, our boutique is there. Go check that out. You know what I mean? It's a lot of good items. And when you go into our boutique, you'll see the main merchandise. But then if you hit the link, you can go to our um, actual adult toy store as well. And you might find something in there you like as well. Um, there are a lot of interviews that I've done over this last two years. Go check them out. They're all on YouTube. You see them going through. And there's a few of them, not all of them. But they're all on YouTube. They're available. I've done a panel which I'm, I'm coming up with a new panel topic, so I'll let you guys know when that's happening. But it's a lot, a lot that's going down over here. Just be ready for the ride, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, But anyway, the one thing I want to say is this. Mind your fucking business. Come here on Monday nights, and I'll tell you other people's business, but you don't need to be in other people's business because it's crazy out there. Um, and I ain't even going to talk about some things that I want to talk also that's another reason why we'll talk about it. Um, but mind your business. Love your kids. Hug your kids. Tell them how great and wonderful they are. Encourage them to be that light that they need. Because a lot of these kids out here are lost right now and they need us. Parents, they need us. Last but not least, stay in your lane. Because minding your business and staying in your lane is two different things. Being nosy is one thing, but when you get in other people's lane, that means you all up in their business and you inserted yourself in their business, being a current or a kin or whatever the fuck you you call yourself being. But stay in your lane. Your lane is over there. My lane is over here. And when you jump into my lane, you get this. And you don't want that. You want this. Um. So... Stay in your lane. But with that being said, come back Wednesday night. We're, do- we're definitely doing a show. We got some things to talk about. I got a nice little chit-chat we're going to talk about. It's going to get a little taboo, but, you know, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Come back Wednesday night. Holla at your girl. Um, And Friday night. Holla at your girl. It's a party on Friday nights. And with that being said, I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Yes, you are. And good night.